As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! Hey, and welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I'm your host, Joshie, and we're back with another deep dive review, so let's welcome back recurring guests. Please welcome Chad. Hello. And of course, Chris. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so obviously this is the one with the, the poll winner, and I won the poll this week, so we're going to be going back to 1982 and talking about Swamp Thing. The comic book legend lives, the Swamp Thing. Once a man, now a monster. Once a creator, now a creature. Once her hero, still her hero. The Swamp Thing. It lives, it loves, and no thing does it better. Rated PG. And I realized I said this week, I meant this month, obviously, we do a monthly poll. And first opening thoughts, maybe I shouldn't have won this poll. I'm just going to get that out there before we actually get started on this review. (laughs) 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 So let's get Let's get the basics. Let's get the basics out of the way. This movie comes with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 62% and an audience score of only 40%. So not high on either one. I don't know about you guys. I found that it had a budget of two and a half million, but I could not find anything on how much money this thing made. Same. The same. We were actually looking about that today. We were just like, what? Nothing on the box office? I do know, based on what I read, which it's kind of a stupid statement because they're like, Wes Craven didn't work for two years after this movie. I'm like, oh, that's not that long. Right. (laughs) I mean, two whole years. (laughs) Apparently, this it was a flop. Even though I couldn't find money, they kept saying it was a flop. So I, I don't know. So we get Louis Jordan as Dr. Anton Arcane, Adrian Barbeau as Alice Cable, Ray Wise as Dr. Alec Holland. And then when he transforms to Swamp Thing, we get D- Dick Durock. And then we get a Wes Craven regular in David Hess playing the role of Ferret. And as I said, Wes Craven mm-hmm. is who directed this thing. And apparently it was while he was on the set of this movie that he came up with the idea for A Nightmare on Elm Street. So we at least have that to thank for this movie. So that's something good. Just a little basic. Swamp Thing first appeared in House of Secrets number 92 back in July of 1971 and became an official comic book in October of 72. So the following year, he got his own run as a leading man, if you will. I think when uh, the great Bernie Wrightson was uh, drawing uh, the book. I didn't see his name. Yes. By the way, I, you know, yeah, was, a god of in the you know legend in the Lynn Wayne writing at the time. Lynn Lynn Wayne was writing it. Yeah, but R.I.P. Uh, Bernie Wrightson. He was one of my favorites. One of the greats. But other than that, I didn't find. <laughs> yes. Very sad. Anyway, <laughs> did we meet him? I remember for some reason. Yeah, he was at Heroes Con one year. Yeah, I felt like yeah. we met him. Yeah, he was there one year. Uh, Really nice guy, though. Really sweet. What were we getting him to sign? I think you're thinking of Gene Colan. 
Mm, uh, no, he did I, um, Spook Show International. No, no, not not that. But uh, sure. I know, like Bernie, he did, and uh, maybe you were getting him to sign uh, Frankenstein Alive Alive because I know he did that one, and that was I know that one of the recent ones, sort of during that time. Maybe I feel like it was something else though. Like I don't know. Anyway, that's not yeah, it's been ages ago, right? <laughs> Anyway, great stuff. If you ever if you ever check out Bernie Wrightson's work, check out his uh, Frankenstein illustrations. They are amazing. So I couldn't find too much like about the development of this movie. I don't know. Did you guys have anything? No, not really. I, the only thing I just know is really the budget, which was two and a half million, and which, by the way, in today's money would be just a little over six point one million. Okay, in so today's not, world, not too high of a budget then. That would be considered independent today, which is kind of insane. Yeah. But I, I did find this movie was filmed in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. And that was interesting for me because I had a uncle and cousin who lived in Monk's Corner for a while. So oh. is that like Scott? Is that? Is like the... It's down near Charleston. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the easiest way to say it. it's just that it's near Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful city, by the way. I like Charleston. In fact, some of these locations were in Charleston and uh, another city I saw, but the majority was Monk's Corner. All right, so we start out with a guy like it says, like an unmapped swamp and a monster was born. I didn't write all this stuff down at the beginning where it's <laughs> given the stuff. You do get some, you get some. I like the music because, of course, it's Harry Manfredini who did the Friday 13th scoring. Ha! Called it. Yes. Yep. Called it. Called it. <laughs> who, who called it? Which one called it? Me. Chris. Okay, but nice. I was thinking it too when Chris said I didn't say anything, but because I was going to try to save it for the podcast. But Chris, you know, sort of like, this reminds me of Friday the 13th. Oh my God. <laughs> it's very Friday the 13th. But like every time we saw Alice running, we kept thinking, like, watch out, Mrs. Voorhees is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well there you go yes you're right you you called it 100 there was like some cues that were pretty much the same identical yeah makes me wonder if he worked on this movie right after friday the 13th well he, he didn't really do anything with friday Thir- oh harry, harry manfredini yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, I realized that was my brain messing up you're right <laughs> i mean friday 13th was 1980 yeah i think yeah. he even did part two which was 81 yeah Hell, he probably did part three the same year as this because he did the first three or four. So, yeah, he was definitely working on it around the same time as this. All right, anyways, we get a shot of a helicopter flying over the swamp, and this is where we first meet Alice Cable real quick. Don't get much weather. By the way, I like her name. I love her name. Yeah, Alice Cable. How badass of a name is that? And then people just call her Cable throughout the movie. Oh, man, so cool. It is cool. I read that it was like a combination of two characters from the comic. You know, Mm -hmm. Abby Arcane, the niece. Well, yeah. in the second movie, she's stepdaughter, but apparently in the comic, she was Denise and Matthew Cable or somebody like that. Oh, I can't remember yeah. his exact name. Although I don't know where Alice came from, if she was a combination of Abby Arcane, because that's not Alice, but that's what I read. Right. She was a combination cool of this. Cool name, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to just have people call me Cable all the time. Be yeah, awesome. I know, right? <laughs> Josh Cable. This is your host, Josh Cable. <laughs> That's a badass name. You're right about that. <laughs> but no, like in this, first, the, you know, yeah. So like in this first scene, like they set her up as like the big city girl, come yeah. down to the, you know, because yeah. the first thing she says is like, where are the, where's the nearest, rest, nicest restaurant? And he's like, you want that? It's gonna be up in Washington. 
Yeah, because she wasn't seem too pleased to out of their because like I mean they don't say where it takes place, but I'm assuming it takes place like in you know like the bayous of Louisiana because mm-hmm. in the comics I know it was a lot of it took place in the bayous of Louisiana. Yeah, I'm like you're in Cajun country, woman. Anywhere you go, it's going to have amazing food. <laughs> For those of us that have been in New Orleans, it's it's going to be butter and fried, <laughs> fried <laughs> butter fried, spiced up, everything. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck you, fam. Gumbo. <laughs> spicy. I do like spicy, so I'd probably love it, but I have I not made it out to Louisiana. That's right. <laughs> Justin Wilson. Comment below if you've ever watched Justin Wilson on PBS on Saturdays. <laughs> I did with my dad when I was a kid. I don't know that name, so I'm going to go. You don't know he's the, he was that cook guy, the stand and stir cook guy that had his show, and he'd be like, I guarantee <laughs> No, I think no. really, like, other than two fat ladies, Emerald, Mr. Bam, <laughs> is the only cook I know. Oh, man, I love the two fat ladies, too. <laughs> I never liked Emerald Lagasse. His, uh, his accent was a little too abrasive for me, but the two fat ladies were awesome. Well, keep it G, Chad. Keep it G. Keep it G. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever see that episode where he said that? Yeah, he was making the sausage. Sausage, and it looked like and It was coming out, coming out, and people, were like, people in the audience were laughing. He's like, keep it G, y'all. Keep it G. Keep no, no, we see. Keep yeah, it Josh yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, then we get you know, we get some scenes in the woods, and we get men camouflaged in with the trees, and of course they've got guns, and they're the they're ferret and his gang. They're all Arcane's men, is who we find out they are. Yeah, that's the name of one of the guys. His name is Ferret. Ferret. That which is... I'm assuming is a nickname, but. Seriously, what kind of nickname? It's Ferret. Yeah, and he's played by David Hess. Maybe, maybe somebody has the last name Ferret. I don't know. It could be. He's played by a Craven regular David Hess, who was, I think, most known for probably playing Krug in the original Last House on the Left. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Alice lands in the helicopter, and we learn about this Dr. Alec Holland, who's all they say is he's building something out there. They don't seem like they know what. Well, that's the thing. Like, I know, like, you got him and his sister, Popoff's sister. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Popoff's sister. And which they, he's been working on a plant based scientific thing, like, where in order to plants, in order to feed the world, basically, because he, because he's got that picture too of like the starving child. So the whole idea is to. Uh, create something that will make plants grow faster and therefore bigger foods and all that stuff because that was pretty funny when uh what was it when cable told him like well, what do you want like tomatoes chasing people or something like that because <laughs> he had put like uh, was it like animal dna yeah, it's like he was kind of creating like a hybrid yeah a hybrid dna the only thing that kind of got <clears throat> me at this point though is i'm sitting there going because I'm a Godzilla nerd, this is where it's going to come out. But I was sitting there going, okay, so he's essentially trying to create Biolanting. So I kept thinking eventually we'll see some 300-foot-tall giant rose in the swamp ready to take on Godzilla or something. But, but to be know, fair, this came out before Biolanting, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, that one is an 89. And, right. But you know, I was going to say, like, um, like when they when they land and she's, you know, coming into the shores, I'm like, where is this like because the lab is kind of weird it's like like a shed almost it's like a shed but it's like like it's got like an elevator in there it's like this abandoned i don't know what it is abandoned like 
house in the middle of the bayou. Yeah. And like, it looks like shit on the outside. And the other thing I could think was Victor Crawley would probably just come running out there. Eventually at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be good. So I'm just trying to figure out, I'm like, like, where did, like, did he just find this, like, abandoned shed in the middle of nowhere? I was like, you know what? This is a great place to set up shop here. <laughs> and then they end up building this like laboratory underground i don't well because he had to be in the yeah he had to be right there in the middle of the swamp and, it's rather convenient though, and everything's all beautiful to have <laughs> out there too so yeah well chad you say it's, it's convenient i'm thinking maybe he built there. the whole thing out there intentionally yeah like, maybe the whole thing was no there. there was a lot of production design to that little <laughs> to the outside of that shed though he was really funny. trying to put some character into that make it look like it'd been there for like 100 years and so was anyone also confused about what cable's purpose was to be out there like all i got the idea is that was she like in charge of sensors because there's that broken sensor thing she eventually finds and yeah you know like you could tell like her department wasn't necessarily the same as holland's so i kind of was like well what is she, what's what's her purpose or, or did you ever caught that josh like in terms of like what she was being out there for yeah, I, uh, I know they said she's repl- replacing the last guy who was doing the job because he ended up getting, as they put it, nailed by a life form. So he ended up failing one of these experiments, basically, is what it sounds like. But I don't nailed by know, a life form? That's how they said. He was nailed by a life form. So put that in quotes to make sure I got it. makes it sound like an alien. Well, I think that's what Josh is saying. Like, like there was a failed experiment of like one of these creatures that went yeah. wild maybe and killed the guy. That's, that's what it sounds like. That's what... Okay, something that like Holland would have worked on? More than likely. Something or or Arcane would have worked on or something. Well, But Arcane no, didn't have the notebook. Be because, so he's in, yeah, because yeah. I was going to say like Arcane and is, you know, his his purpose is completely different. But I don't know, it so could have like... just been his, his, uh, his little way of saying he got eaten up by an alligator. Holy shit. Crazy. You're right. I'm trying to remember if they did say that. They do say that later. I, I probably have it in the notes. When um, Alec and Alice go out on the boat themselves, he does bring up a gator. So I don't know why okay. the guy said nailed by a life form. That is what he yeah, said. Though, I, I wrote that so down. Weird, doesn't it? Okay. Yeah. Because I thought that was weird because like, uh, like, I'm not sure how you got with your notes on how you got the trajectory here because there's a lot to also say about the beginning of this film well and there's also like this parallel thing happening when she's getting there yes with the guy with the that's camouflage running. people yeah and, and they're kind of killing yeah they're killing like they killed that one guy with a moccasin remember yeah and you're yeah. like what the hell is this guy doing with a moccasin in his in his pocket <laughs> he just pulled the moccasin out of his pocket i'm like what the fuck is he doing carrying around one of those things and therefore i mean i get i get the idea that you know you want to kill somebody make it look like an accident in the middle of the swamp so you don't get found out but like how do you fit a, a moccasin in your pocket without getting bit probably without reaching and reaching your it. and just reaching your pocket just casually and just pull it right out well, like it's, it's nothing it's, it's his friend you don't bite their friend <laughs> it knows not to bite him but Good uh, lord when you live in a swamp, these are the things you do. These are swamp <laughs> people. Yes. Carry around water moccasins in your in your in your pocket, apparently. So this that way, the next time really you know, poisonous, venomous snakes. That way, you know, the next time you get to the next gas station that kind of looks run down like Jude later on in the movie, then that's when you know he's going to, you know, someone's I don't know, say like Sue Bob is going to be sitting there and then pull out a moccasin, like, mate, my buddy, want to pet my buddy. I mean, I guess they do that. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I do have that. That was the next scene I had about them capturing that man and pulling out the snake to hold it up so it could bite him so they can kill him without with, being accused like, of murder. And that was pretty And bad. I was going to say, that was, was that the shit for me, that guy, was he the, like, how was he connected to? All I know is he works for Holland in some way. That's what I took it. Yeah. yeah. So I was just trying to figure out like what exactly his connection was. I mean, obviously I knew he worked for Holland, but like I was trying to figure out like what is it about him that they were chasing him for? I think I they just think are they, trying I to get anybody they can get from exactly. Holland's crew, and he happened to, to be out when they were out. Mm-hmm. Mm. You also got to think like then we have that little reveal thing that happens <clears throat> later, eventually. later, yeah. later, later. So <laughs> yeah, because now we get Alice going in. Actually, in the swamp, she's in a boat going over to the, the cabin you were talking about that we get to see and is asking about what Holland's working on. And Chris, you already explained what he's working on, which is good, because all they could tell her was it's something to do with plants. Oh, something to do and with then plants. not to mention that it also has that weird, um, what was it, like a nitro thing? Where nitrous like, oxide? No, <laughs> where it, it, it makes it like a oh, like yeah. gunpowder. Yeah, it makes it, yeah, it makes it like that. an explosion. <laughs> yeah. Has but they don't, they don't tell her that, though. No, it's well, not then. No, no, because the only thing he says but is it's just, so hush hush. We don't. Nobody yeah. even asks. Yeah, that's all he tells. But what's things that yeah. you know, Josh was saying about talking about the experiment. And I forgot to mention too. Like it has that pow pow nitro thing, oh, the explosion yeah. thing in it. Yeah, so. but we get that revealed later on. No, it's right. Th- it's right there when we come. To- Never mind. <laughs> go ahead, Josh. <laughs> We're very some talkative kind of- about this. Yeah, no, go ahead, because like I said, I didn't write down as many notes on this one, so go ahead, because there's a call that comes through. They're needing them to get to Holland's cabin as soon as possible. This is where you talked about, Alice. She first noticed that a sensor that she saw out in the swamp is out. Something. Yeah. Maybe you guys pay more attention to it than me, honestly. Well, that was just trying to figure out who she was. That's the thing. I'm just kind of like, she's a securities expert. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking is she was because I really wasn't sure what her person. expertise was. Because I mean, she seemed to know a lot expertise. about like video cameras and sensors and proximity. Yeah, right. Monitors and on and top shit. of that, she obviously had some pretty good hand-to-hand combat a little bit. Yeah, later on. Well, yeah, you know, later on. So yeah. I think you brought up a good point. Like she probably is someone who's good about security. Yeah, because we don't told we're not told what she does exactly, but I guess she's kind of like a. She's obviously like a CIA agent or something like that. Something because, like yeah. Anyway, later on, yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're she, figuring it out now. <laughs> there we go. Figure it out. That's how, that's how you do. You talk your way through it. You figure it out together. So we get to Hollins, and of course, when she first goes over to him, he's like digging through this nasty swamp water, and I'm just like, eh, I wouldn't. Oh yeah. Put my hand in there. Uh, and then when he does that. <clears throat> Then he, he pulls out a damn possum out of this water, which of course yeah, what the hell did he call it? Like a doohickey or something? Or <laughs> no, 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 no. What did he oh, call it? What was it? He said um, a cooper a cooper dugger or something. Something deer, right? Something a cooper digger or something yeah. like that. And she's like, What the fuck is that? And he pulls out this gigantic yeah, and she was like possum rat thing. Mm, yeah. I would not know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which of course is a little bit of foreshadowing for what's coming later. Yeah, they pulled he pulled that out, and this is where you first meet. Which I wasn't sure if this was his sister or wife because she's also Doctor Holland. But as she says, yeah, "I'm yeah. not the Doctor Holland." She just says, "I'm a Holland or a Doctor Holland or something." Yeah, yeah. They, they sort of purposely leave it ambiguous yeah. at this well, point. Well, and then so does he. Yeah, he does. He's, he's kind of off in the background doing his own thing, yeah. though. Well, remember there, there's that point where he takes Cable out and. 
She mentions one comment that's, like, save it for your wife. Well, they do have the next scene is actually them in the boat, and that's actually where he's defending the gator, saying it's just part of his natural life cycle where he killed that guy, which yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know if I'd want to be doing that job if you're okay. And this lady, <laughs> I don't think Josh. And this lady, Alice Cable, is out walking around, trotting around the swamp in like designer shoes and boots and clothes <laughs> and stuff. And she's sitting there bitching the whole time. And I'm like, well, you gotta think, what do you expect? Remember, I mean, you're in the damn. <laughs> we were just talking about how she probably wasn't expecting to walk in mud. She's like probably expecting an actual <laughs> kind of facility to be landing in. That's what I took, especially when she was like, she's getting off you know, the chopper and she's wearing her, yeah. her heels and skirt. Oh, by the way, that one guy is like, Ritter. Yeah, that one guy, Ritter, is like, oh, and they send a woman. Remember, because me and Charles are going like, oh my God, one of those guys. I did have that note out here. Oh, they sent a woman out here? I did have that. Yeah. Note. I forgot to say it. But like, yeah, he does. He man, that. woman hater is like, what he, he is. Yeah, I was like, you <clears throat> just want to be surrounded by Chris. He wanted a sausage <laughs> fest. <laughs> I mean, not that there's a problem. I, mean, I have my moments, but oh, <laughs> uh, leave it to Chris. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, while they're out there, Alec and Alice they do find this sensor, but it, the reason it's out is it's been cut. It's not like it's right. just gone bad. It's actually been cut. So then they got to, and I wrote down some of these names, and I cannot remember for the life of me who they are because they got to go back to find Charlie. Charlie's the guy that got bit by the snake, right? That's who Charlie is. That's got to yes. be. I honestly forgot all the names. I just was like, okay, these people were being hunted out for a reason. So, and they don't play really a big part other than just. You're right. You're right. Like they get back and Ritter's angry that they were out together. And then on it, top of that, Holland is being pretty strong coming. Oh, yeah. He's coming on to cable, cable like, really hard from the start. Yeah. You know, like he's he, charming her. Yeah, there's that one point where with her he's taking everything. her to the sensor, and then he's there's a point where he gets like all close up to her, and she's like, "Save it for your wife, Holland." <laughs> you know that kind of thing. And I was like, "Good for her." Put your foot down, girl. Yeah, for tell real. him what. No, no means no. Yeah, that part. That part's coming up like, here in a minute where she says that. That's when, her. <laughs> that's when you find out it's his sister, not his wife. Is when yeah, she says that. Because then she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to, she made fun of his experiment, of course. Yes. Like, when is something going to happen? When is something? He's like, well, what are you expected to happen? Like, just right then in a few seconds, it may be a week, it may be longer. Yeah, because she, she says fun. that's as this exciting as watching grass grow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, good comment. Oh man, but yeah, that's where we're at. Because it's funny because you're seeing this neon green mix, and of course, it reminds me of the uh, the, re- the reagent and reanimator mm-hmm. with how green it is. I was like, oh. Right. And then, it was uh, a funky color. Ooh. I like that green color, though. I like when that shows up in movies. Looks like a uh, mellow yellow <laughs> under a black light. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe under a black light. Yeah. They see that it's a uh, replicate. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying it out. Sorry, They're testing it on the plant. They're doing. This is a hell of a ratio. Two thousand parts water, one part formula. I was like, yeah. two thousand parts water. Jeez. Yeah, he really went. He went big on that first, uh, first try. Usually, it's like reverse. It'd be like two thousand parts water to like one part, <laughs> you know, secret formula. And you know, she talks about know. it. Like, All right, okay, sure. <laughs> exactly. And then you, like you said, she makes the comments about it being exciting as watching grass grow. And 
he gets mad and then tries to come on to her again. That's when she makes the wife comment. But then they go back and the plant is already starting to come out of the ground. Like it is actually moving pretty damn yep. fast. Coming up fast. <laughs> and what is and, and you guys talked about Alec coming on to Alec. What does he do? He immediately leans in and kisses her right here. And I was kisses like, her. I was like, oh, that was quick. <laughs> like literally, like within hours of knowing each other, he's already making out with her and it's imagining like, hey, his life go. with her, I guess. I don't there know. There you go. Okay. Well, it's, uh, I was gonna say, I guess considering Oh, and this is a funny thing. I mean, all that time in the bayou with your sister. I mean, I guess. Exactly. I was going to say, like, all that time out there, probably just surrounded by men and only his sister. Right. You know, he's he's probably fell in love with the first woman he saw who happened to be Cable. Yeah. And then, like... Makes you wonder, did did Uh, Alec Alec request a woman when that guy died? Like, can you guys... Yeah, I doubt it. I bet he was just like... I agree with Chad. I think when he's when she walked in, he was just like, Woman, Woman, <laughs> like, like Frankenstein, yeah, Frankenstein yeah. monster when he first saw his bride. <laughs> oh, shit. and then Woman. the caveman brain came out, yeah, maybe. May and then be. the weird thing is, you have Britter who's sitting there, didn't even say anything about Linda being up there. I guess because she's a doctor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and like because it's say, I guess sister, she would be his like, boss. Maybe I don't know. You would think he would sit there and go, "Oh, great, another woman." Oh, great, another one. Estrogen. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're ha- they're having a conversation about whether or not they actually bring up Arcane at this point, and somebody thinks he's dead. Somebody says, "No, oh, we have yeah. we just haven't seen him in a while." And then after that, the camouflage guys, Ferret and his gang, break in. And this is when we actually get the reveal that Ritter pulls his face off and is actually this Dr. Anton in Arcane. And he wants, he wants this formula. Like, he's like, oh, no, no. He's like, bonjour. bonjour. That's right, because it is a French actor. <laughs> I don't know how the I am Arcane in French, but anyway, he's like, bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I like the Keenan Thompson version. Of <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. French with Pierre S. Cargo. <laughs> yes, for you listening, Chad is actually in a bathtub with rubber ducky right now. That's why. <laughs> with flippers. With flippers. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, Arcane's saying he wants the formula and he had grabbed Linda at this point. And she's saying that Linda's going to die. And then, but Linda ends up hitting. One of them. I can't remember if it was Ferret or someone else. Yeah, she ended up escaping with like one of the, one of the books, right? Or all the books. Well, she she. I mean, she tries to escape. She gets shot. So Linda yeah. does die. Yeah, she gets shot in the back as she runs. And of course, Alex. Alec is Alec. Look, keep wanting to say Alex, but it's Alec. Alec <laughs> with a C, not an X. Exactly, Alec Triple with C. a C. He's mad. He tries. <laughs> Gross. He's Keep your mind out of that gutter. He gets angry. He runs. He grabs the formula. He ends up losing it, which, of course, causes the explosion. And next thing you know, he's fully on fire. This man is engulfed in flames from this little what thing of formula. Like, it's not like it was even... Which is crazy, right? Because, like, didn't he have to go up the elevator or something? Right? Because, I mean, the, the way that... They... Well, I, mean, I guess not. No, Maybe it was just like a like door. It was. It was just like a regular yeah, door. Yeah, door. I was still remembering the fire. Has that clearance remains. Yeah. Yeah. Of but course, he... it was open anyway. But it was open. Yeah. So he just was running through. So he runs out. He ends up jumping in the swamp to help put out the flames. I, 
I mean, it's and we got treated to a Fourth of July show. Yeah. More oh, yeah. in the, in the swamp. That's right. I do have yeah explosions going off. That yeah, almost exactly. like a witch's cauldron going around. See, that's what I'm saying. Like at that point, I think uh, when Linda got shot, I think that's when Cable, while she was still on the ground, grabbed one of the books. It probably was. You don't the see her have it until a little bit later, but because I have it down here in a minute. That one guy, um, shoot, the heavy set dude. Um, Bruno. Bruno. We don't you. talk about Bruno. That's right. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> I thought about that when I was when I thought, I didn't know his name at first. Oh but when we finally got to the end and I kept they kept saying I was like, oh boy, it's gonna be hard to talk about. We can't talk about Bruno. <laughs> exactly. Cause he like he got all happy thinking that he got all the books. Yeah, he's so proud of himself. Poor guy. Meanwhile, Cable. Arcane's telling him no, no survivors, no witnesses. No survivors, no witnesses. Luckily, they don't. Everything. Yeah, and they do. They think they do anyway. They don't see that Alice actually gets away. Caleb gets away. Caleb. Cable gets away. What did you just call her? Caleb. Caleb. Caleb runs away with the book. With the sixth. With the sixth uh, book, Josh, there, was, there were six new books total total. diminished her badassness by calling her Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. No offense to Caleb's out there. Sorry, Caleb. I don't know if we have any Caleb listeners, but we cut to like, I don't know if it's the next morning or whatever, but it's the aftermath of all this. You see them dumping bodies in the swamp. They're, mm-hmm. they're going through the rubble. They're like finding watches and they end up finding a necklace, which was from Cable. Yep, and the guy. Like, the Viking pillaged the. The, 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 the village, the village, the village. He he takes the necklace, but yeah, but he, necklace, he, right? he puts it on. He puts it on a tree. Like he's not even like he's trying to keep it. He puts I the wasn't even sure what I told Charles. Like, did he do that as a means to, you know, maybe see if someone's still there? You know, like because if then if the necklace is taken, then he knows. Oh, someone's left alive. Or was Bruno really having a conscience? I don't know. Maybe it didn't really matter. No, they, don't, they don't really follow. Russ Craven does not follow through with that. No, no it was I'm really curious. weird. It was really weird. No, because it gets decided real quick. Because we get a shot of Cable looking on, and immediately Ferret finds her. So that that yeah. didn't go anywhere as far as. All right, so Ferret takes her out. They're on one of these these uh oh god, what are they called? They're airboats that you see a lot in swamps. Yes, yeah. Good lord, I watched a movie with Chuck Norris called Invasion USA. They're on those like the whole damn movie. I swear. <laughs> Whoa. Those things are super loud, though. You have to wear like ear protection on those things. You'll yep. blow your ears out. <laughs> Cable, like you said, she's got some fighting skills. She fights back. Of course, Ferret ends up knocking the shit out of her into the swamp. And then I don't know. I don't think they got the boat like that closer. It looked like she was actually trying to swim back to the boat for some reason. Because then Ferret starts drowning her. Mm-hmm. I would have yeah. tried swimming further away. I don't give a fuck yep. if I'm in the swamp. I would have yep. got away from them. <laughs> Because now nah, who knows? I mean, you know, panic does a lot of things to you in, a, in the moment. That's yeah, fair. So. That's fair. Because who knows? Maybe she got scared of maybe an alligator being out there somewhere. I mean, I would shoot or alligators, moccasins. Well, uh, and now you got a new thing. Dads. I know. I'm afraid of crawl dad, but they'll eat your they'll eat your legs off. Well, or like you know those like amoebas that climb up, climb through your pee hole. Oh lord! Well, that's just, that's, that's oh scary. lord! Yeah, that is scary. 
<laughs> Anyways, but now she has something new to be afraid of because now you get first glimpse of Swamp Thing is this hand comes out and pulls Ferret in the water and tips tips the boat over and he ends up picking up Alice and carrying her out. And he and he puts her like in the trees and is covering her up with trees so that he just puts a branch in front of her. Yeah, a few branches. I should say that. It's just, <laughs> yeah, just one branch. Right. Just one. It's just one branch puts in front of her. Which does work. disguise her because no. then the guy tries to shoot her anyway. Exactly. She's got a, a colorful. Yeah, she's got all that colorful blouse, that green and red blouse that she's wearing. Yep. And like you say, he's about to shoot her and Swamp Thing pulls Sim away as well. And now he's picking her up and carrying her somewhere else. Like, well, shit, that plan didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I took it anyway. I don't know. Meanwhile, he's like growling like an animal. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sound like Frankenstein's monster. You know? so I gotta say, what did you guys think when you first saw Swamp Thing in this, like costume wise and all that? Good oh, stuff. it was horrible. Oh, it was, the <laughs> costume's awful. It was bad. I mean, it looks like a rubber suit <laughs> that they just like suck some like latex on and then like spray painted it with some like waterproof paint or I something. Not that there's anything wrong with rubber monster suits or anything, but. No, this but this one, one just was, was really plain. I mean, you could see the folds in the fabric, yeah. is what I'm yeah. saying. Like, well, <laughs> fabric. And I use that. I mean, it's not fabric, it's rubber. But you could see like the folds, the wrinkles in the clothes that did yeah. not fold like skin. So, oh, it was awful. It, I'm sorry. It was awful. It was it was pretty bad. I agree. I agree. Even for 82, it was not yeah, great. Yeah, because I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, there's been a lot of great monster effects, even up to that point. And I still sit there and go. It just looked cheap. How did? To yeah, me. How did? Uh, like, I feel like they put all their money into like the explosions and like the guy running on fire maybe, and stuff like that. Maybe I'm. I still sit there and think, where did? I mean, I know it sounds bad because I don't want to make it sound like I'm being bad on the filmmakers and the people who made it and stuff because I mean they were just doing what they can. But on the other hand, I'm still sitting there thinking, but where did the two and a half million? explosions fires pyro fireworks in the water but even some of that was just kind of no i know where that money went it went to having animal wranglers on the set to clear out the swamp so that nobody would get eaten alive or die when they were shooting in the water that and probably buying all these damn airboats that too yeah but no i mean like seriously like i just didn't like the costumes in this one yeah i didn't like the suits oh wait till we get oh wait till we get to the end because then oh, I have like a, a funny oh. comparison to. Oh, okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. He, uh... Love Josh. <laughs> <laughs> we get Ferret and his crew. They're still looking, and, and Cable's trying to hide behind a tree. And I forgot which one it was, but one of these. It's so hard to keep up with all these people because Ferret is the, the main only one. ones I know of. Is like Ferret, and Bruno. Bruno. That's that's Ferret and Bruno. Because <laughs> those were the two main ones. Everyone else was just cannon fodder. So I don't even think it was fair, but one of the other ones ends up. Cannon fodder number one. Cannon (laughs) fodder number two. Yeah, because one of them right here gets shot and Alice is able to get away. I keep going back and forth between Alice and Cable. But Swamp Thing ends up getting the man who shot his own guy. I didn't see. I didn't put. Did he actually kill him here? I can't remember. Yeah, Bruno. Bruno. uh, Not Bruno yet. No, it was the other guy. It was just a, the, one of the cannons. That's true. Guys. He got scared and shot one of his, he shot one of his, his own. One of his yeah. yeah. And then, oh, that's why. Because, like, a little after that, Bruno's like, hey, where's such and such? And they're like, he he got shot or something. He's right. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 he, he, he forgot that one of his own soldiers 
shot each other. That's what I'm They're cannon fodder. Everyone's <laughs> cannon fodder except for Fair and Bruno. But that's all you need to know. That's it. <laughs> All right, so now we cut back to Arcane, and he's going through the notebooks, and he's realizing he's missing the seventh notebook. Which and then the is- weird thing, but the weird thing, he's sitting there with like a step for wife, I guess, because <laughs> all she does is just sit there and praise him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you're right. I didn't even like make he's, notes about she her. She makes him right. sound like he's the devil, you know? Like she, remember that one where she's like, they'll all bow down. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that kind of I'm like, <laughs> like he's the antichrist well, or something. Girl, like, yeah. He's just, he's just, a, he's just a man. He's just a French, French man. Calm down. And she just all she does has that weird obeying stare yeah. or something. You know, like like there's no personality. Well, you know, Chris, there's only two things women like, Which and that's success me. and power. Well, like okay. Arcane has both so, of those. I'm kind of curious. Like, I guess she maybe like his personal sex slave or something. That maybe no, no, don't go too far. Don't go too no, far. No, no, <laughs> because then the other girl, there's that other secretary woman that shows. Oh, up yeah. Sir, there's a problem. I, I really think you should just. Talk I think to you should really it. talk to them about it. <laughs> That's later on, right? No, that was right there in the scene. Was it in that scene? scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it was back. right when he discovered, like Josh was saying. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, that's right. Book. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So he's like, because that's when they first the come back. Book. That's when they first come back, and they're telling about the the beast. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah. Like, gets... this... And then he says the movie title. Yeah. The <laughs> Swamp Thing. <laughs> you're right because you know <laughs> parents actually telling arcade about this you know the beast and the fact that it got killed some of the men they let alice get away so it's just bad news after bad news for arcane here this is where we first get cable going she goes to the gas station she actually calls ritter because she actually didn't see when ritter revealed oh, himself to be arcane like where she shows up to the, like she goes to the <laughs> just sitting out there and she's like oh. and then she looks over and then there's the Oh my god, the gas station just looks so run down. Like it doesn't even look like it's real. It doesn't even look like it's operational. But meanwhile, you got this young kid who's running it. He's dude. just sitting there dude. with his Coca-Cola. But he's he's I like his and his glasses on. I love he's his glasses. glasses. Like, Here comes trouble. Here comes trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and boy was he right. Yeah, he was right. He had good instincts. That's true. That's true. So then that's where she's like. You have a phone. And I'll, yeah, he, doesn't even, oh, yeah. he doesn't even answer. He just points her. He's like, mm. yeah, that's right. He just points behind him. And I like when she's calling up the people. And then he just walks in. He kind of just listens on the conversation for a moment. But then as she's calling, you know, calling DC. And yeah. this is where we kind of get a, a hint that she's obviously some sort of like security agent or secret yeah. agent or something. Because she's like, it's blah, blah. It's 517. Like she has a number designation yeah. and she's calling her her you know superior and she's like put me on through with the superior and they're like we'll put you through Ritter and it, at first she's kind of like well I don't know about Ritter I think he's been compromised or something but they they cut, they cut her off, off. Yeah. Mm. then you see where they connect her to a phone that happens to belong to Arcane a car phone a car phone nonetheless and then he disguises his voice yeah because I mean well he was being Ritter I mean she's he's yep. the Ritter she met so. And then, of course, she spills the, the She beans. spilled beans. She's like, I'm here at this gas station, and I've and got then, the book, and blah, blah, yep. blah. This is yep. where me and Trevor sitting there going, like, well, this is a little fancy for that. But they're driving along, basically, a desolate, a desolate road. A dirt road. There, a dirt road. There's no, there's no traffic. Road. <laughs> and he's like, turn around. And when they do, they want to make it, like, all <laughs> exaggerated. Dramatic like, turn. Just dramatic turn. I'm like, you know, you could have just, <laughs> just stopped for a second. Three-point turn. Just, 
It was just really dramatic for all of them. And they're that. just like hauling ass to that yeah. restaurant. Meanwhile, she's back at the at not restaurant, but at the gas, gas station. Mm-hmm. She's back there at the gas station. She gets herself a Coca-Cola out oh, of an okay. old vending machine. Oh, yeah. He's like, you can't kick it. He's like, you gotta, you gotta punch it. Punch it. <laughs> and then I felt bad for her because I was like, man, the first time she gets a really cold drink, probably after. And she's not even that. able to take a sip of it or anything. And she's hardly able to take any because then, you know, uh, Arcane, Arcane and his, and his goose shows yeah. up real quick. They show up real yeah, they quick. must have I'm been like, close. They must have been close. They were For super real. close. And the thing is, I told girls like, man, if I was her, I would have been like, you know what? Hold up. I'm going to enjoy my Coke first, and then we can do this. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because, <laughs> you know, she's got to be famished after being in a fire. All night. Swimming all night. Swimming through that nasty-ass water. Yep. You know, being knocked out, drowned, <laughs> you know. And then she had to walk for God knows how many miles to the nearest right. gas station that she found out of pure and luck. Got, I, you know, here's the I would funny have been thing sucking down that coke like it was the best thing ever. Like I think she's pretty bad because like she's able to defend herself pretty well in the beginning, like how she was able to fight off mm-hmm. those guys. Every time they grab her, she knew how to just I don't know hit the right areas on the, the walls, and beat the <laughs> shit out of them, you know, to be able to run away. But you know, here she is. She's like, you have a gun. He's like. Well, you know, pretty much like Chad said, his his face was just like, man, this is south. <laughs> <laughs> that kid, yeah. She's like, you got a gun? He's like, ma'am, of course we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah. You're right. And he gives his gun, and it's obviously an antique because she makes a comment about it looking old. And, of course, she runs outside. Falls She's down. ducking for cover. <laughs> and she fires off the first shot, and what happens? The damn gun just falls oh apart God. and explodes in her hand. <sighs> Oh my god! So then she's left to just run away, and this okay, and this is establishing problem with her at all right with her character because I agree with Chris. You have this character who is a really strong character. She's badass character. Her pattern throughout this movie is just bad luck. It's bad luck. It's always her like smacking somebody and then running away, and then she like has a gun explode her hair. She twists her ankle and she falls down. And so then she becomes the damsel in distress. And that is the pattern for this yep. character throughout the entire fucking movie. Yep. The moment she has a moment, has a momentum, it's only for like a couple you seconds. Don't, yeah, you don't get to see any of her badassness. You know, she's not like a Clary Starling in here or anything. You know, she's always playing that. Like Wes Craven always pushes her into that damsel in yeah. distress thing where she has to have a man save her. Or in this case, a swamp thing. A swamp thing. Save her. <laughs> Yep. In fact, she's uh, running through the woods like on one of those dirt roads and a car's chasing her and he just steps out and just literally stops the car. <laughs> like, yep. Boom! <laughs> and saves her. That was pretty badass. Oh, and, losses. I will say the funny part was when he went to tear the roof off, but you could tell the roof. It was like attached was to a crane or something. Off. Yeah. <laughs> it was you could tell it, it, was it did not look really right because it didn't look like he flung it. It just kind of carefully came off. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was pretty funny. And then, um, of course, you know, he beats the guys up and ends up saving Cable, even though... And this is and this is the other problem that I have with this, the way this is going. And I don't know if it's because the Swamp Thing has, like, a conscience. Maybe he does this. I don't know, but at this point, he's just kind of like a, a Frankenstein monster in a way. Yep. But he doesn't kill any of these people. And they keep coming after him and his, you know, girlfriend, basically... <laughs> <laughs> and so after every turn he's having to and all he does is he just 
tosses them off into the water or something like that. Yep. He doesn't finish the job. Nope. So is it any surprise that these people keep coming back after this poor lady, after she's trying oh, and trying to run that's away? That's I was sitting there telling you, like, man, how small is this area? Because right? they keep running into <laughs> each other. It's I like think they're it, all like yeah. within a, like a one-mile radius of each other or something. I think it is supposed to be a small area. And I think he is trying to... He doesn't want to go the route of killing because he has this conscience, maybe. I mean, hell, maybe you're, he's thinking, with the way I look, people should just be scared of me. I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. Well, yeah. And the thing is, we know that he he can't quite communicate that first. Either. Like, language-wise, he can't verbally communicate. And I think he was just kind of trying to still figure out who he was like he knew he was somebody but he didn't quite put the well touche touche i think but what's funny about this particular scene is that after he you know dismantles the bad guys and they all run away cable she's she like walks into the water trying water. to get away from him and she's like, like shoot shoot, shoot, shoot. yep skedaddle get out of here yeah. <laughs> which he does and he, he just listens. and he just like looks at her and he turns around like lumbered away and she like comes back out of the water. Yeah, this part's funny because then Jude comes to you know see what's going on, and he sees the car all messed up. And she's like, "Yeah, it hit a tree." And he says, "Must be one of those hit and run kind of trees. It's not <laughs> yeah. there now." <laughs> uh, I like, I love that. That was a great little line. I'm telling you, Jude's the best character in this whole movie. <laughs> he is what? Yeah, I can't I can't argue that. Now we cut back to Farrah. He's telling Arcane about this one thing. And he's like, dude, we need to just go home. It's not worth chasing for this formula. We don't oh, really yeah. need to worry about that. And of Arcane course, Arcane and his, uh, oh my God, what would you call it? Uh, his way of trying to compare the characters to like either some sort of mythology or some sort of story. Oh, yeah, In I'll this like, case, he was comparing well, the chess. Yeah. I forgot yeah, he, for it. His metaphor. His metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. But that's what they do with him with a lot in this movie um, to, I guess, the source establishes, you know, intellect is mm-hmm. that he quotes, you know, these like famous, you know, authors and, and things yeah. like that, like Nietzsche and, yes, you know, right. quotes these like, you know, Shakespeare sonnets or whatever, just to kind of show off, the, oh, I can remember things. <laughs> well, he's, 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 uh, but they don't establish exactly like what he is. You know, I, it's like, I mean, I guess he's a scientist yeah. or something, but they don't exactly say it. Yeah, no, they don't this, establish exactly what he is. I do feel like watching this movie, you kind of need to know the Swamp Thing comic book coming in to really yes. grasp oh, everything. Yeah. Because, like, because it just drops really... you in with these people and you just are <laughs> yeah. supposed to, like, Arcane reveals taking off. I'm like, well, we haven't even met Arcane to know that he would be disguised. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, and we don't, they don't establish <clears throat> what his, like, was his expertise like is he like all you find out really is that he's cultured he's rich and that's it <laughs> and then obviously apparently yeah, he missed and then obviously you find out that you know he has a thing for immortality obviously and power but we don't he must know, be a capricorn we, we don't also know the reason for that either like did, yeah right did he have a previous history with holland mm-hmm. and, yeah which they kind of don't act like that in a way but maybe kind of do too so i don't know it's really weird because i agree with you guys like they don't establish who he is 
Well, it's not even just him. They don't establish like we've been talking about cable. We don't don't establish really anybody because like you don't really understand like. Well, I mean, I guess you kind of understand why Han's doing his work a little bit, but well, like, yeah, because his ex- it makes sense with his experiments. But like, like at doing. the same time, you have the U.S. government coming in, right? Because you have Alec Cable, yeah, so it's kind of like, is he working with the government? With the government? Exactly, like, exactly. you know, they don't really establish any of this stuff. Yeah, and then also like how you had his team protecting him. Mm-hmm. So, what? I don't know, but they somehow knew Arcane was bad business. But again, all of that's just not established. So it really leaves a lot to be desired. desired. (laughs) All right. Yeah. And I've never read the comic, so I don't know any of this information. If it's in there, I would hope it's in the comic. The only thing I read was the Alan Moore run, which was amazing, by the way. If you ever read the Swamp Thing comics, read the Alan Moore run. That's like you've you've brought up Alan Moore plenty of times. So if you want to read anything, if Alan Moore's done it, you need to read it, basically, is yeah, what I'm getting. Because his, I think he took the uh, Swamp Thing, like, in the mid-80s, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was five. after this movie, yeah. So he kind of set the basis for the Swamp Thing we know today. Okay. He kind of, like, totally rewrote the character mm-hmm. a little bit, too, as, as terms of maybe a little bit of the mythology, to an extent, of mm-hmm. who Swamp Thing is and why he exists and stuff like that. It's it's And it's, man, talk about metal, uh like meta, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah, it's different and it's crazy. And so, as we're saying, very typical of Alan Moore stuff, it subverts your expectations, and that's all I want to say on that. Okay. <laughs> Signature okay. of his work. All right. So, except Ferret's trying to tell him to go home, and Arcane's like, "Nope, we're going to keep going. I want you to go find this beast, and I want you to bring him to me because now he wants to study this guy as well." He's like, "Get the formula, yeah. get the book, get the notebooks." bring me the beast, bring me the girl. He wants everything. Yeah, because he also connects the dots that every time the lady shows up, or every time the lady's around, then the swamp yep, thing the shows, shows up. up. So he's like, find the girl, which the beast will come, uh, collect everything and bring it back to him. Bring everything uh, back to him. That set the tone for the like, where, you know, me and you, we kind of talked about this a little earlier today, where that's kind of one of the problems with the movie. It's very repetitive. Yeah. With a lot of this here, where it's like, Go hunt, capture, release, go capture, release, <laughs> go capture, release. And yeah. I don't know, it gets kind of crazy because I'm sitting there going, like, Oh my god, how many several like so how, what, what attempt was this one that they went to go get her? Was this attempt number three or four or something think, at this yeah, point? Probably something like that, three. yeah, yeah, because the second attempt was the gas station, I believe. You're right. You first to where, I don't know how they go about hunting her at this point. Yeah, I forget now. Like, well, which, first we get her this time. We get a we get a quick scene of Swamp Thing. Like, I guess he's starting to realize what he looks like and what he is, and he's screaming in the woods. Like, trying <laughs> to just let he out does that a lot in this movie. <laughs> he a, you he see him a lot like, oh! <laughs> under the sunlight. <laughs> under the sunlight. You know, like far away, like ultra wide shot. Just him trolling through the through the the you know, by you. Right. And then we get a uh, quick, quick shot of Jude now. It's just letting them know they're still out in the boat. But then we yes, get our next, right. our next big scene is that Swamp Thing is actually going back to the blown up lab. To which lab some yeah. part of it's still on fire, which I mean, it's the next day, I guess. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's, some of it's probably still going to be. Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I would imagine it would be more embers at this point, not yeah. like flames, but whatever. It's a yeah. small, but you know. Right, and then uh, uh, Cable and Jude actually show up. 
She goes inside. We see that Swamp Thing finds the necklace that Linda was wearing. And this is a weird necklace because it has a picture of Linda and Alec in it. Like, I don't know. You guys are brothers. Do you have necklaces that have both of your faces in it? Like a brother? No, like, but you know, no, what? because I'm not a sentimental girl, Josh. Well, <laughs> sorry. Fair that's a little sexist. Fair enough. Whatever. I, was gonna say, I don't wear a locket. Yeah. I was going to say if I could see maybe a sister doing that or something. Yeah. You know. Because if anything, it just gives a hint that they were very they close. Were close family, mm-hmm. you know, right? Because I mean, they were obviously in the same field, and they loved what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So there was a close bond there. After he finds that, we get Cable looking on. Swamp Thing's trying to make another mixture. I can't remember. I know he gets mad and ends up smashing the shell. Oh, because his, his hands keep breaking the breaking glass. His strength. Yeah, he's he's not aware of his strength. I don't think. Okay. So. Yeah. That's what I took it because even like towards towards the end, there's something where he kind of says something similar. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, "I'll be your." Oh yeah, she does say that at the end. You're right. Yep, you're right about that. She ends up running. She finds the notebook. She gets back in the boat with Jude. She's still scared of him after he saved her after multiple times. Yeah, and has never tried to hurt her. She's still yeah afraid. I don't know for some for some reason. And seeing him mix the the try to you know mix the you liquids or whatever, you think she would start connecting yeah. the dots here? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> it has not happened. Well, I just want to go back to the you okay. know when they were first trying to get rid of her by drowning her in the water, and Ferret actually says like, "Yeah, you want to sleep down there with your boyfriend." And as soon as he says that, that's when Swamp Thing pops up. So, you know. Oh, guys, I don't even think I noticed him saying that. So there you go. Let's go. Anyway, yeah, you think at this point she would start connecting dots here, but she doesn't. She runs back to the boat and it's like a gondola ride that (laughs) Jude is like sitting there, like pushing with a stick and they're like floating along. (laughs) Well, if you think about it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you probably can allude it to the mythology story about, you know, oh, the river sticks. Well, like, the river or the lake in hell yeah the river six yeah, yeah. yeah. so you have death waiting at mm-hmm. the boat to take you that's a very keen observation chris i like that very much so good job i like it our next scene we get ferret and his crew they're out in the water of course they see cable and jude and then you hear the roar like you talked about oh my a swamp God. thing she's captured again it's like, oh. <laughs> she gets captured again no here's this is the part that got me too like she gets out of that boat and then she's like I got to go back and help. And it's like, bitch. Okay. <laughs> but girl, girl, you were just there with Swamp Thing, with Holland, with Alec. Yeah. And now you're saying you need to go back and help. Yeah. Well, and, and then she, when she gives, and she gives actually, the, she gives the notebook to Jude and she's like, do yeah. something with this. Keep it safe. Blah, blah. Was this after to Josh, after the, the boat scene, you know, where they're like trying to capture Swamp Thing and they're throwing the grenades. Or is this? No, that's coming, coming up. Next? That's what's coming yeah, up. Yeah, coming I think up, this yeah. Is, yeah. Oh my god! Because they capture her, like yeah. Ferret captured her right in that moment after she gave the. Because you hear him say "cable," and then the yeah, boat you hear Jude scream yeah. "cable," and then you see and the boat, Jude, and he's like dead, like yeah, in the. And then she's captured right there. And then I think that's this is also where Swamp Thing also heals jude right right after that or is it that she's taken to the boat by ferret does anybody remember this 
I have it. That, I have that What's come up. Bit. I have that come okay. up. Let Josh lead it. Yeah, yeah Josh right. lead us. Right now, first we get this fight with Swamp Thing where he's fighting one of the men on the boat, and then he gets on the boat with Ferret and takes all. Okay. Gotcha. And the guy ends up fall- another guy. I think Ferret ends up falling off. And it's Again, funny because that's, yeah, that's, like, that's tossed off the boat. In this movie. They just get tossed off. These the boat. guys get tossed off that's the a... boat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this is this this is actually what's funny is he's on one boat and this other boat's coming towards him. And so one thing just kind of like steps to the side, but for some reason the whole boat flips over. <laughs> it's like well, like I guess it strikes uh swamp thing and like the the side of it just tips enough and it flies and I guess rolls so. over. And then this is but the yeah, scene we're talking about where the men are like throwing the grenades like... in the water. This is this is where they're throwing all the grenades in the water all around Swamp Thing, and of course, oh my god, that was funny. Uh, like all these repetitive shots, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that was getting to me. I was like, oh, this is bad. This is this is not good. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. And then of course he. <laughs> he falls into the water so now of course ferret and them are looking for swamp thing and he ends up jumping on their boat and launching more guys off not ferret but the rest of the guys yep he ends up and then think, like the he's a blowing up a boat, here? boat fall, yeah ends up crashing into the other boat right right explosion <laughs> exactly yep exactly right <laughs> explosion usa and then this is actually where we get to where you were talking about where cable and jude get on the land and she tells you to take the notebook to safety yes here we go yeah yeah that's right okay and, and then, then like, i gotta I just, go help <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> i gotta go help i gotta go do this next thing you know you, you hear jude do? yelling Cable, and then all of a sudden he's floating by, and I was like, "Holy shit, is he dead?" I was like, "They killed a kid." Can't believe I know it. the right. kid, and the way he was leaned over, it looked like as if his head was decapitated or something. something. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty definitely traumatic. lots of blood. Yeah. Oh, and this movie's PG. PG, by the way, people. Although I think the version on Tubi is the European cut because we'll get to something here in a minute. Oh, that, okay. That I read, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So, yeah, this is where Ferret actually gets Alice again, and Swamp Thing hears it. He goes back, and this is where he uses the healing powers on Jude. The healing powers. He uses the healing powers. The healing powers. The healing powers of the Swamp Thing. Yep, that's right. Feel the healing of the Swamp Thing. Feel the spirit flow into you. Feel the spirit of the Swamp. Take that away. Hey, it's it's the healing spirit of the Swamp, Chad. It works. There you go. Because Jude, Jude wakes up and he's like, "Oh shit! There goes the neighborhood." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got the weirdest. Line he's got the yeah. He's it's got like the, the lines that you would see in the trailers. For <laughs> yeah. Some and he ends up giving Swamp Thing the notebook, and so now Ferret is taking Cable to Arcane's boat, and Ferret tells her to give him the notebook, but even though he doesn't oh, have it, she doesn't have it. She doesn't know shit too, because what happens? She ends up kneeing him in the groin, and she flies off the boat. And then he goes off the boat too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I have I have they fly that, yeah. off the boat again. <laughs> yep. Well, and he goes chasing after, her, right? Because I was yeah, because she's like on his Liberace boat, right? Because he got like yep. the candelabra <laughs> going on the boat and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Josh is amazing. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Arcane there, just playing. Well, Liberace. he was. He, I mean, he looked like a Liberace type. 
what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> saying he's like you know, he's a fine you know guy who's into the finer things or whatever. I don't know. Uh huh. Sure, I keep digging that hole. <laughs> I'm not falling yeah. in that hole. You're <laughs> trying to make me fall into Chris. <laughs> but yes, Ferret Ferret actually kisses her, which is when she ends up kicking him in the nuts, and then pushes him Gosh, off, and then she jumps off the other way. Hmm? <laughs> that's a she kicked him in his testicles. There. And his groin. His groin. His groin. We're trying to keep it PG here. Josh could do it like this. Josh is like, Ferret got nard. Ferret Chad- got. She kicked him in the nards. And Chad, just so you know, we're hardly PG on this podcast. That's you know true. that by now. My goodness. We literally had an orgasm sound off on that. <laughs> Saying we're PG uh, might oh, be a shit, little bit. You aired that? <laughs> <laughs> you put that online? What? Oh, you're lucky my damn app that I used to find clips didn't work for this one because I was going to put that clip out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Didn't seem to want to work. And this oh, would be the God. where Josh replays the moment for a second. You know, quick, put that in the <laughs> right here in this <laughs> quick book. Uh. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to find that right now, but no. <laughs> so, yeah, she jumps off. She runs back into the woods and she's. She's still scared of Swamp Thing at this point. She's still like timid of, and then this is where he talks. Like, I think this is like the first time he really talks, where he just says "Cable," and now Ferris back. He's trying to actually hit Cable. He's got him. I think I've, I put machete. I'm pretty sure he had a machete because he ends up cutting Swamp Thing's arm off, and yet with one yes. hand <laughs> he ends up crushing <laughs> Ferret's head. Like he just just squeezes it. Yeah, and she yeah, actually, and she's never happens, seen somebody she just die for, and she just falls out. Yeah, she, yeah, she faint. Yep, I had that. She faint. Faint. Yes, it's, she. It's okay. It was just her her blood sugar or whatever. She didn't have her coke. So, yeah. <laughs> she didn't have she didn't have her coke and ammonia. <laughs> somebody go to the back and get some coke and ammonia. Listen, <laughs> fell out. She, <laughs> that one, the one from Magnolias. That scene. No, no. What was that uh, line? Shelby drinking no, no. juice. Now, what was that line? Oh, it was that one, but we were talking about um, Cabin Fever. Yeah. Where they're in that convenience store and the old man is oh. there. He's what like, does he say? I remember the old uh, man. He's talking, he's talking about like how he had the cutest little Shirley Temple bottles. And he's like, this poor lady came in one day and reached up and grabbed one and fell out and knocked every single one all over the damn pieces. <laughs> he's like, I take her to the back and get some Coke and ammonia. <laughs> yeah. Interested in some really good glassware that's cheap, but it's an antique. Some of those bottles up there are dated before the Civil War. And over there, I used to have in that empty space, I used to have some of the prettiest Shirley Temple bottles I've ever seen. And this woman came in here with the palsy, the poor soul. She thought they were so cute and she reached for them and knocked them every one down and broke them all to damn pieces. So I took her in the back and gave her some Coke and some ammonia. I thought she was going to have a spell. That's what I'm saying. Oh man! Oh, so shit. she done fell out. So he. And what's funny is I met the actor um, who played old. I forget what yeah. his name was. His name was Old Man Something. But I met. He's the from actor. North Carolina, isn't he? He is he from was. North Carolina. Yes. Yeah. But he passed away a while. Back. He passed away. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was really sick though when I met him. But what's funny is he said that that whole exchange like was sort of ad libbed because he told Eli Roth he's like, well, when somebody falls out, we give him coke ammonia. Oh yeah. <laughs> So he said that's what they ended up going with. Oh, wow. Chad. Remember that? Joke? I used oh, to do a I'm good sure impression of him. I can't do yeah. it no more. But it's funny. He had, he had me do the impression. He gave me a free autograph for it. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. So what, and then what later we... on, like one of his uh, assistants that was with him, 
because I was exhibiting, I was an artist exhibiting at the show that he was at, and one of his okay. assistants came by. He's like, he's like, oh, he's like, will you do the impression for me? I was like, I don't know. He's like, oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like do the, the whole thing all over again. Uh, but, good times, right, Chad? Yeah, rip. By the way, he says cable. Anyway, cable, cable, cable. She faints. Now we hear some of Ferret's other men on the boat. They're yelling for Ferret because Arcane's decided he's done. He wants to go home at this point. He's he's ready to. Yeah, and like Bruno's on the boat. Yeah, it might be like Bruno the one. Marlon down. Brando from Streetcar Named Desire. Ferret. <laughs> 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 There's like no answer, and of course Arcane's like, "May we let's go home." We, yeah. we, we. <laughs> and I, for, I forget, I forgot to mention that when Swamp Thing had went back to the lab after Cable and them had left, he had found this purple orchid because now he's giving it to her. Oh yeah, and yeah, talking about right. the beauty that it, the swamp can bring. That uh, plant now now pretty much became kind of like a small tree in the yeah. lab. So right, was, yeah, it was still growing and doing great. And I was yep. like, see, Violante coming up. And because oh. and because he gave her this, she finally realizes this Alec. Although I had to make a note when she said this, I thought she said Alan. It sounded like she calls him <laughs> Alan in this scene. Yeah, I think for her, she finally started connecting the dot when he was like, "The swamp has a lot of beauty. You just have right. to open yep. your eyes to it." And that's when she's like, "Oh shit!" He said that to me like yesterday. in that boat. <laughs> yeah, that was that line he used. Yeah, the bit. And she asked him if being this way hurts, and he said. Only when he laughs, which of course, when I laugh. and then he laughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this scene right here, this is the one like when I found out this movie was PG, I was like, I cannot believe they got away with this. But it turned out this yeah. is the European cut because you see her bathing in the swamp. And at oh, first yeah. you just get a profile shot. And that's apparently in the normal PG cut. But then it just turns around and she's like just standing there and she'll go under the water. Full frontal, like, and come, yeah, well, full a, top line. Male gaze. It's, yeah, exactly. Male gaze. Like, this is definitely, you know, catering to a certain audience. <laughs> and but it's it, made by a man. And well, no, I'll chat. I gotta, I'm gonna argue that point because, yeah, they wanted it shot for this European cut, but Wes Craven was actually against this. He said it felt way too ah. gratuitous, which it does. It, it feels very, it lingers very long, very long. Like she goes under the water, comes back up, it's still yeah. lingering. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like until I until I looked it up because I, I knew this movie was rated PG. I was like, how in the hell did they get away with this? But yeah, it was the European cut. And apparently, when this movie got first put on the original DVD, they actually had this version. And of course, people were outraged getting this PG movie that had <laughs> this oh much. My God. <laughs> it's just what it's we can't possibly breasts. have breasts in here. My well, God, you know, the they, world is going to explode. They, they had to recall it because. Uh, Wow. They asked Adrian Barbeau to sign off on it, and she refused, saying she did it oh. only for the European audience, not for, for that one. So she didn't want it on there. But then, yeah. as, as we're watching this, we cut the Swamp Thing, and he's just kind of watching her like a, like he is the male Like a creepy his, person, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I, yeah, he does. No, I kind of looked at it. He was like, well, it is a little creepy, because like all she's doing is just kind of, uh, she's just kind of like waving through the water. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, you know, well, rubbing herself and, and everything. Kind of, yeah, and he's like, also kind of like, took it as he was also trying to watch out for her just in case Ferret shows up out of the water or something. <laughs> I don't think he has to worry about Ferret at this point. He crushed his head. <laughs> he crushed his 
she said, Ferret's not coming. Ferret's done at this point. But yeah, maybe one of the other guys. Maybe that's like what, a trauma movie. I don't know. It felt creepy when it cut to him watching like that. It felt creepy. Yeah. It felt like, and then he which, just like turns around and like, you know, is like snuggling the book, the notebook that she had. Well, oh, it, yeah. Yeah, but then it's funny because he tries to throw the notebook, but it doesn't go very far. I was like, that that was like <laughs> And he has that super strength. Where the hell was the super strength? He was trying to chuck that book. He you just cru- he just crushed a man's head, but he can only throw a book like ten feet. <laughs> Yo, I guess aerodynamics. I don't know. <laughs> Chris knows talk to us like he knows physics. <laughs> oh. The fluidity of oh, aerodynamics. <laughs> and now we get cable. She's out. She's walking around. She sees Arcane, and his men are able to grab her, and they end up trapping Swamp Thing in a net. She goes over, and, and she actually she's like, "You planned this, didn't you?" Oh, he's yeah. Like, and he's like, the only way out is through. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, she calls him Alec. And that's when, and that's, of course, that's the realization for Arcane of who this yeah. is. And yeah, he knew that they, they'd be caught. And then we cut to a party, and I didn't see about this scene, but oh this my probably God, this is crazy. Chad and I were just like, what? Chris <laughs> lost in this. <laughs> oh, Chris, that can, I'm going to let you take it because I didn't really like, write too much about this. Where I was there going, like, okay, when did Arcane become hedonistic? <laughs> Because he's having like, his eyes wide got, shut, party going on. Yeah, especially this one woman that where it's like no one's really paying attention to her, but she's just dancing and kind of stripping. And you know, you got some people kind of linking up, linky loo. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and it's going on for a little too long. And then I'm sitting there thinking, and there's no point are, to like there, like there is no point. To what? Them. Who are these people? But who are these? Why are they there? Yep. Like, does he just have these exactly? like sex orgy parties like all the time like again who is this man and then (laughs) where does he come from and then all it does is obviously the dinner that he's having (laughs) it's like Like, dinner today is a success you know that kind of thing and (laughs) and we celebrate the men of the hour bruno the one you don't talk about and which i put him in the trailer we don't talk about and of course you know (laughs) We kind of get through nice. this long speed of sorts, and then next thing you know, we find out, well, actually, Bruno, you're an experiment. You're a guinea pig. Because <laughs> we used Holland's uh, serum on you, and we're going to see what happens to you. And this is the thing here. All those people that are there, like we said, who are they? Why are they there? But they don't look like evil people. They don't look like villains. And so this is where I told Chad, I was like, you know, at least with Toxic Avenger, when we saw the bad guys, yeah, that, like council of bad guys, the council of bad guys, or at least we knew they were bad guys, and it showed. It showed. <laughs> Here you're, you see like sexy people, well, sexy women, like disco, disco people is what it looked like. Yeah, you're just and like, who are these people? Like, why are they here? Like, why are they? So what are their investments and... in this? Like, what's going on? We don't get any of that. Yeah. And like, are they? banking on the serum as well with him what we don't we i don't know, know like i mean tell us like are these people sick are they you know do they have money yeah. like are they funding um it was just what's weird. his face like it was weird. i think arcane is rich and is just having this nice party while he's doing other or maybe his wife's throwing this party and oh, they're just there for <laughs> yeah maybe they're, maybe they're just there for a party but i, I don't know yeah, because I, I mean, the only other thing I can think of was like, okay, well, maybe it's for his goons who are horny and 
he just lets them run amok kind of like maleficent and sleeping beauty when she was sitting on her throne and all her minions were dancing around <laughs> and she was just sitting there like mm, at least they're having fun for their work <laughs> so i guess like you said he poisons uh bruno what do oh, you think bruno. about this with all the like his little boy oh. his face is boiling oh, but then he comes go. up yeah. as, as little bruno <laughs> he's a little person and that's all child's like so his clothes shrunk too. His, his clothes shrank <laughs> proportionately to his size. I was like, um, hell of a formula. Sure. I mean, would not affect his clothes. That's a hell of a formula. It works on everything, guys. Yeah, apparently. But somehow it didn't work well, on Alec. Feed the world or... with it, but they're going to be able to resize clothes yeah. with it. But apparently, it didn't work on Alec, and you know, we'll find out later. Well, sure. his clothes burned. They were on fire. Well, it didn't work on Arcane. But first, before we get to that, we get Arcane visiting Swamp Thing down in the dungeon. And little like, Bruno, why? why? Why is this formula not working? Yeah, he wanted you he have everything. Why. You have the strength, you have the power, you have the yep. smarts. How, why, why doesn't my Bruno have any of this? Yeah, meanwhile, he's like, if you don't tell me, then I'm going to kill, kill your I'm woman. I'm going to kill Cable, just like pretty much what he did with Lindo. Right. Mm-hmm. And then of course she's she does she says the same thing that Linda said. Don't do it, Alec. <laughs> and then yeah. of course in this case he does because he basically like, just seeds out that the 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 that you know this formula it amplifies what you already have in you what you already have within you. Yep. Which I mean, did they I mean was Alec really a strong man? <laughs> I don't no, know. He was just he was an but honest, he was first he was smart guy who loved the swamp. So obviously Oh that's true. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, so he's like, Oh, it just amplifies your thing. So he's like, Oh, so then uh, Arcane's like, That's why Bruno is the way he is. He's a timid little shy man, and thus he became a timid little shy man, right? Yeah. And Arcane says his essence is genius, so he can't wait to see how that so he's thinking. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be all powerful. You might remember that, that big brain cartoon from MTV back in the day. He's oh, yeah. look like that, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably he uh, just saw himself having everything like immortality, power, power and beauty, and beauty, all that stuff. Yeah. Now yeah. Arcane, he heads upstairs, and I'd be kind of pissed because like the party's over and the mess is still there. I'd be like, who the fuck are these people leaving this mess in my house? I would, I would not. Uh... Yeah. So apparently he has, you know, what quote unquote step for wife, and he has a security. You would think he probably has someone who works the kitchen and does all the bustling and hustling. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff, but we don't see that. All we saw was nothing but ferret Bruno and cannon fodder. He ends up pouring himself a whole glass of this formula. He goes outside. Well, I, I mean, it's not really a big glass. It's a well, little tiny, like <laughs> like a little tiny shot glass. Well, that's made true, that's look true. like a chalice. He's like, I, I get you right. That's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And he poured himself a little bit too. Notice that because he's like, oh, okay, so you're you're willing to give yourself just a little bit, but you probably gave Bruno, Bruno a whole damn vial, like two thousand parts. <laughs> Down, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh shit! So he, he, I didn't write down what he said. He drinks it and he's giving some speech about beauty and strength, and I didn't write all that down though. Yeah, so. I kind of took it like it was his way of. Well, I think he was quoting. Uh, he may have, but also I kind of looked at it as like, oh, this is my prayer for. Oh yeah, for what I because he was looking up at the heavens yeah, when he it was, was saying kind of like it. his way of. I guess encouraging, you know, get getting himself readied up, and he's like, 
this is what I am going to become. Get his mindset and mm. so, it, so that that way he's not distracted and there's no no fail to what he becomes. Right, we go back. I can psych my mind into it. This <laughs> right. is what I will become. Damn, there you go. You guys took more away from that than I did. So good on you. (laughs) (laughs) You were that friend we had where his mom didn't want him to read comics anymore because she said that what she believed what you read you would become. And you're like, really? Your mom believes that if you read X-Men comics, you're going to become a super hard mutant? (laughs) I do remember that, Chad. I do. Yeah, that was crazy. It was after he got suspended for drawing an inappropriate picture of his teacher. (laughs) And his mom blamed me and you for being bad influences on him. Oh yeah, as a spawn, right? What like what one of the big that was one of the books, yeah, spawn. But yeah, like comic books and his mom didn't want him to read comic books in general because her excuse was was that it was a bad influence because what you read is what you become. And I'm like, that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Keep in mind, we were in middle school at this time, so yeah, whatever. That was when she started throwing the Bible at him. (laughs) But but back to Swamp Thing. Alice is that our cable's telling Swamp Thing that he thrives on the light, but we don't see anything with that yet. We got to cut back to Arcane. He's, he's, he's still missing his arm. Swamp Thing is still missing his arm. He is point. still missing his arm. He's weak. Yeah, Arcane because you know, they got him down in the basement away from sunlight, and as we know, plants survive on sunlight. That's true. Through a process known as photosynthesis. Very good, Chris. You paid attention That's to biology. Right. That's right. Photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I hear that word, it always reminds me of uh, the episode of Full House where DJ, she got an F on the paper, but Kimmy changed it to an A, and Uncle Jesse read it, and he's like, let's hear what an A paper sounds like. Photosynthesis is the process in which photos are synthesized. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is, and that's what Swamp Thing was trying to do. If you want torture, read a seventh grade uh, book report. What was, the, what was the? I know. What was that? Tell of two cities. Tell of two cities. It's the home of Prince. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read that, so I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, we cut back to Arcane. He's starting his transformation. Like his hands growing shit on it. He's getting some oil stuff on his <laughs> face. Shit on it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it looks gross. It looks like, gross. What the fuck is he? he looks like he's got like, oh, some sort of like nasty like skin condition forming or something or like half his forward, head is covered in this shit is wiping very well <laughs> oh yeah and, and, and that's thing too like his his fingers started ballooning it it started ballooning and i was like man i'd be worried i'd be having an electric reaction to this thing <laughs> my hands are getting oh my god oh god this is this is not going this <laughs> right <laughs> well, no, we, we cut back to the dungeon i guess there's there's some cage bars on the dungeon because you get a little bit of light and Swamp Thing's reaching his hand into this light. And like you said, because his plant, new arm starts growing. So he, <laughs> Take my little hand. Take, Take my little hand. <laughs> and then that was funny because right when Chad saw like little fingers starting to sprout, I was like, there it is. Take my little hand. <laughs> I was like, my germs. <laughs> my germs. Yep, Oh, we oh, cut yeah. back to Arcane, and he's like, he's he's formed himself into some sort of cocoon that he's okay. got to break out of. This okay, oh, there you go. Because to me, I told Chad, I was like, whoa, he looks like the ginger dead man. <laughs> he kind of did, though. He kind of looked like the ginger dead <laughs> man. It was a very, like, gingerbread man suit. And that was bad. Yeah. Ooh, that was bad. I was like, yeah. really? This is what? This it's is just what like happened? a textured rubber thing, and, and then, they just put some slime over it to make then, it glisten. Yeah. And, and that, that was, was disappointing. Is when he comes out of that. 
It's funny. And well, when I when he when he first came out, I was like, is this supposed to be like his poor attempt at a wolfman? And then it clicked. He was the possum that Alec pulled up from earlier. This is his is possum beast. I think they're going for a possum beast. That that, that makes sense. Because I was telling Chris, I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't know. It was like some damn like wolf warthog looking thing or something. <laughs> it had the weirdest bug eyes. It had the bug eyes on it. But I, yeah, now you mentioned the the I, yeah. The I think it's supposed to be or the thing that, that possum that he pulled out of the swamp water earlier. Yeah. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I don't think they did a good job, but I think that's what they're going <laughs> <No>. for. Because <laughs> I was in there going like, why would you need a coon for that? Well, because he was morphing. Yeah, but <laughs> he was metamorphosing in his cocoon though. like a butterfly. Didn't yeah, it was. Bruno. It didn't happen to the others. They're trying to show us what he transformed into because he thought Genius was going to transform <laughs> him into something, and instead, he literally became the monster that he is. I guess that's literally what he transformed but it into. It was bad. It was pretty. It was pretty bad. And of course, what does he do? He that throws for get reason, another explosion real quick right says here. Anything. <laughs> Let me take my Excalibur sword. <laughs> he grabs his Excalibur sword <laughs> and runs off I down to the I basement. Take my Excalibur sword. I want to kill him. He's like, <laughs> because that's that's, that's the all. And meanwhile, like beautiful. he he's all the way upstairs, and they're all in this dungeon way underground. And like they hear him smashing shit up on his upper level, and they're like, "Oh no, oh no, he he's coming for us." Because Bruno's trying to help uh, Swamp Thing and yep, and help Cable. them escape. And help them escape, which he helps them get out of their little dungeon area. Yeah, he leads them to this this other little room, and there's like a giant well, and he says, this will lead you right to the swamp. I was like, how the fuck does this work? Yeah. I don't know. I guess. It, and they it had to like go underwater. So I'm sitting there it was like, a well, yeah. I'm sitting there. Well, I, I, get, I, shouldn't say, I shouldn't say how does it work. I get why the well would lead to the swamp. Why the hell is this here? Let me ask yeah, you. Why, no, why exactly, is this yeah. Because I'm sitting there going, you're expecting me to go in this water and swim through something. I'm like, and, and there's the here's mucky the ass swamp water. Yeah, Especially bathroom. as Cable. Like Swamp Thing, yeah. But Cable's not going to want to go through that no. shit. And the thing is, like, I also don't open my eyes in water personally. I, I just, I can't. For some reason, feel it, his way. It does. Nope, this is the wall. It nope, messes with my nope, eyes really bad. Oh, shit. Where am I oh. going? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Swamp Thing just kind of takes her and maybe swims with yeah, her. Yeah, so I'm guessing. Handle this. Swamp Thing does the but swimming and just drags her home. And wonder like, good lord, like how long does she have to hold her breath for? For example, <laughs> yeah, I know, I, right? exactly. You know what kind of tunnels is she having to go through? Probably in order. To see, that's to my fear. Side. Like you see, like people doing the, like going into caves, like really teeny wee caves, and yeah. like going underwater. Like my fear would be that sort of situation yep. where you get stuck <laughs> in yep. a tube or something and you drown. And it's yeah. good, I always get there's in those scenes where it's like, okay, you have to hold your breath for long in order to get from one side to the next underwater. Mm-hmm. I, was gonna, I, would, <laughs> I would die. But we don't get any of that. We just get to see them emerging from the swamp. And once again, Swamp Thing is carrying cable. Like he does that like three, four times in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, like, I guess it must have been a long trip or something because she just seemed like she was she's out of office or something. Out of it. Yeah. Right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. Like that's so even the cover. He takes her over this little patch of land, gingerly lays, gingerly lays her down. Yep. Yep. And it's a good thing because here comes Arcane. He followed him, even though Bruno had tripped him up. It didn't didn't stop well, him. Funny, Bruno's like, "Oh, watch your fall" or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bruno just runs away. He doesn't even go after Bruno. I was nope. thinking he was going to kill Bruno. 
but Bruno gets away. Now I'm kind of want Bruno's story. <laughs> what happens after? What happens to Bruno after? All right. So, so this we don't is talk about him. So we don't talk about that. Chad. We can't have that story. That story doesn't exist. So now we get their little fight. I, I'm curious what you guys their think. Little about fight. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's right. But um. Well, I mean, what do you guys think about this fight between... Oh, it was, oh, it was clunky, awful, horribly... And, and, like, and then, like, they're slow and awkward because yeah. they're in water, they're in mud and muck. Oh, and know? then the other thing, too, is, like... And he's, like, trying to swing his sword things. around. Like, he knows how to use it. Swamp Thing picks up, like, that work thingy from the ground, you know? He's, oh, I like that. Yeah. Wooden... And, he's, and the way that he hits Arcane with it is really bad. Yeah. It's very <laughs> soft hitting, or not even hitting him at all. It was like a professional wrestler and fight. And like, the other thing is mm. like, Swamp Thing led Arcane over to Cable. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he do that? Yeah. Why? I'm like, it would be one thing if Cable, like, found some sort of moment to be like oh no he's going to get stabbed i gotta step, step in, in and, and save him yeah right no, swamp thing led arcane over there to cable that's fair they could have done that better because yeah we gotta and have that's cable get hurt yes yeah stabs her stabs her right in the heart oh yeah i mean she dies she and dies somehow like somehow she, she's able to stay alive for quite Why a not? bit if i mean for somebody having their heart pierced like that you would die within seconds that's true but She's able to hold on while he finishes this fight with Arcane. And he, goes he picks up a log and beats him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he takes the sword, just kind of gives a, a whack or two, and then he just puts the sword in the ground and walks back over to... Uh, he put the sword back in the stone. In the stone. He goes to help... Because uh, now one thing yeah. got rid of Excalibur. And he puts a little bit of moss on her from his own body, and he does a little yep. healing powers. And better. here's the thing that gets me, right? She had blood like on her chest and on her dress and everything. But then suddenly when he healed her, like not only was the wound healed up, but all the blood that would have stained her dress and everything was also gone. Also gone. Yeah. <clears throat> magic, Chad. Magic. That's the one thing that gives the magic me that pet peeves me about movies that do that shit when you have people that heal wounds and stuff like that. Like the blood that also has already dripped out also just magically disappears. Chad, it is Magic of the Swamp. It's yep. not just a swamp. It's a movie. I mean, have this. you not seen <laughs> Princess and the Frog? I have not. So, you have not seen it? Oh, it's good. It's good. From what I can remember of it, I need to watch that movie again. After he does I his healing like on it. her, they do one more little fight. And he smashes Arcane in the chest. And apparently, that's the crushing blow. Yeah. He's like, stay down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah, he does do that. Yeah, it'd been even better if he had. I know it's DC and it's you can't use it, but it'd be better if he just said Hulk smash. The way he does, <laughs> that's what I thought about. <laughs> it was pretty anticlimactic, though. Yeah, you, I was expecting oh. more of a savage kill yeah. or something. Yeah, and yeah. definitely a more savage battle. <laughs> oh, I was so. let I was let down by that whole battle. Yeah, for the final battle, I was like, oh, this is like I think you said it best, clunky. That's that's a good word to describe yes. it. Agreed. But yeah, Alice is live. Alec is going in the swamp and she's wanting to go with him. She's like, no, you can start your work again. Of course, he's saying he's he like, can't. Hands? And she's like, I'll be your hand. I'll be I'll your be hand. hand. <laughs> and then he's like, no, nah, that's okay. 
Well, he, but he, I'll, he t- I'll always be with you. And that's his last <laughs> line. I will always be with you. Like he's going to heaven or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he does tell her, he's like, you need to heal so that you can tell our story, get it out there. And then, of course, which I was like, like, what is she going to say about their story that there's these monster beasts running around? I was going to say, if she tell, the, telling that story is going to make her sound like a crazy person. People are not going <laughs> to yeah. buy that. But then again, I'm sitting there going, you know, if we kind of have more of a backstory and everything, but, you know, they may believe her in terms of perhaps the experiments that Holland had been working on and then depending on Arcane's background as well, but I don't know. It's all really confusing. It's all really confusing because, uh, again, like you said too, it could be, well, how are they going to believe her? What is she supposed to, what is she supposed to show? What is she supposed to say? You know, because it was like she was really taking proof with her at that point. <laughs> no, nope. right. that's true. But, that's true. I mean, Arcane's carcass was still there in the swamp. So, I mean, I guess she could have hacked his head off and took that with her. No. I, I guess so. I mean, that yeah. caliber sword was still there. I mean, well, I don't think that's going to serve as much proof, though, just taking the sword. But yeah, yeah no, you're no, right. So oh, yeah, to use it to cut her head, head off. And, yeah, I see what you're saying now. To hack the head off. Like yeah. a Beowulf thing. And then Jude shows up as well. Jude shows up and he's like, yeah. he'll be back, right? Uh, sequel, sequel. Uh, uh, and it ends with Swamp Thing walking in the swamp. But yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but this movie did get a sequel seven years later. I don't know if that Alan Moore run prompted them to make that you were talking about in the mid 80s because obviously it wasn't off the financial success i know it revitalized the comic Mm -hmm. and it made it a big seller for dc or wolf of vertigo at the time so obviously we'll get to our ratings here in a few minutes but i just want to talk about the sequel just for for a little bit like and i was the last time you guys have seen the sequel decades ago no for me it was (laughs) probably Decades Maybe a year or two ago, because I did end up getting the Blu-ray for it. When so, it came out. I think one thing I realized watching this movie, this might have been my first time actually seeing this one. I thought I'd seen it, but I do not remember much about this. I didn't remember this movie actually. I shouldn't even say much. I remember Return of Swamp Thing more than anything. Yeah. Yep. Same, same here. And well, if, I mean, me and Chad kind of grew up on it just because I. Did that have? I think may have had a. He recorded it like off of HBO yeah, back in the day. So it was the one that <clears throat> me and Chad saw the most. The original. I didn't even know there was an original one for a long for a time. long time. Yeah. Okay. So I, I wasn't aware of the West Craven one for a while. But I like. I think I like the second one more because mm-hmm. if you're gonna have this crazy swamp thing creature, just go balls to the wall crazy with it. Mm-hmm. And you get all kinds of. You know, scientific experiments gone wrong in the sequel. The second one, I think. Oh man, did they was? Yeah, I think the second one there is a budget listed. It was like maybe a little bit more than the first one, right? Yeah, the second one definitely had a higher budget than the first one. I think. Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I would think so. Okay, because me and Chad were kind of looking it up a little earlier, and I just I remember you telling me what it was, but it was higher. But the box office was really bad. Yeah, because it didn't even make a million. So. Mm, wow i remember like with this one i feel like the everything was amped up to a 10 and the story's ridiculous and the whole movie really is ridiculous (laughs) it is but it is more fun 
and entertaining than <laughs> the Wes Craven one because I feel like with Wes Craven, his earlier films felt more like he had more. Uh, some of his earlier films were, I don't know, better polished than this one. I think. I agree. So it, I, I wish I kind of knew a little bit more story in terms of maybe production for the movie because I'm like. Maybe there were some bumps along the way. Maybe you know something wasn't working out necessarily. But I felt you know when you look at his work from earlier, and then you look what was it two years later mm-hmm. was Nightmare on Elm Street, and then his budget was not bad. He could have created something really well, but I don't know something was not <clears throat> working out here, in my opinion, on that first one. But the second one is just it's more entertaining. Even though the character Abby Arcane, played by Heather Walker, holy shit, this, she falls for this swamp creature very quickly, like nothing. <laughs> like you would think she'd be yeah, freaked out. She kind of suddenly, the roles were reversed. Yeah, like I think with, it's interesting because I think with the Abby character, they sort of reversed the roles. She suddenly became Holland coming on to Alec at this point, like kind of like how he was coming on the cable right off the bat. Right, right. Even though she's sitting there, you know, he's a plant. <laughs> but then she's a big old plant lover in the movie, too. I mean, so. That is- it's like, does she secretly have a, a plant kinky fetish thing or something? So, Well, it's funny you say that because there's that one scene where, like, he breaks off a piece of him and it kind of looks phallic a little bit. Yeah, right. Like, what is he about to do? And he takes a bite of it and then she takes a little piece off and eats it. And then they kind of, I guess... Yeah, it's like a euphoria drug yeah. or something that kind of connects them. Yeah, right. And then, of course, when it's done, she's like, "Is that real?" And he's like, "As real as you want it to be." <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, yeah, I think like, oh, like said, that's just, another that's for another time to discuss because that would be pretty fun. And I love the I actually like the monster effects and the suit looked mm-hmm. amazing. And return. Oh, the costume and return was yeah. heads above the. And then it's the same one they end up using for the TV series in the early nineties. I've never seen the. I've never. I haven't it was seen good, but it's, it's definitely a darker one. tone. Okay, I actually would like that. Then, I think because I think it lasted for at least a good few seasons. Oh, and don't forget there was an animated series too that was like six episodes. That was pretty cool. It was good. Ooh, okay, I haven't seen that either. All right, so let's go to what our listeners thought of Swamp Thing. Mail, motherfucker! First up, we'll go to the nerdy photographer. He's back, and he says that Adrian Barbo is criminally underrated. Which, I mean, this was a good year for her. She had Swamp Thing, and she also had Creep Show under her belt come out, so. Yeah, because, I mean, she had a good filmography that was developing there for a while, too, and like yeah, because it was fog. I was say just before. coming off the fog by a couple years, so yeah, she was doing pretty good. And we met her way back in what either 05 or 06, and she was yeah. an incredibly nice lady, really sweet lady. Yeah, I can't remember which year it was, it was one of those two years we went back to back. Was that the Dragon Con? Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah, Dragon Con. Yeah, I remember you meeting Aaron Gray for some reason. I don't remember you meeting Adrian Barbo though. Yeah, we, I think we all three of us did it at the same time. It's sad. Yeah, everything is such a blur for me. I don't remember it all. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we have Wyndham Jennings from the Celluloid Fever Dreams podcast. And he says, saw this as a kid and loved it. Swamp Thing's design still looks good, but the final monster was goofy even for the 80s. Good, cheesy fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely that B movie type feel to it vibe. Uh, previous guest of the show, author John Callen, just said, "Hell yes!" And Christopher, you guys, since you brought it up, John Callen was actually the guy who did my "No Country for Old Men" episode. So, okay, nice. Yeah, great movie. All right, and then we'll head on to Twitter. Those were for Instagram. Now let's head to Twitter. Drunk Theory just said, "Don't cancel me," but I've never seen it. And then. <laughs> That's Kara from Drunk Theory who runs her Twitter. Her sister responded, who's also on that podcast, and said, nah, I'm pretty sure you saw it as a kid. You may just not remember it. <laughs> exactly a conversation <laughs> that me and Chris have all the time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I we have one tonight. Mm-hmm. Film Rage responded with sweet. And then they gave a gif of Swamp Thing and Heather Locklear, to which I had to respond. I was like, are there no gifts of the first movie? Because everybody that put a gift comes from Return oh, of Swamp no, Thing. No, really isn't. Yeah, like most of them are that thumbs up gift, but this is them two laughing with each other. But still, and then Jeff Hunt, he decided to say, "About time you covered a classic," which I, <laughs> I responded to him. Now wait just a damn minute. Now hold on, hold on. We've done Halloween. That's a classic. Say what you want about Blood Rage. It's classic in my book, damn it. But whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Planes, trays, and automobiles. Classic. Jingle All the Way has its fans. Scrooged, I'd say, is a classic. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else we've done. I know Terms of Endearment. What was the other January movie we did? I can't. Oh, Trading oh, Places. So when Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally is a classic. Last one we oh, did. This is not mm-hmm. the first classic. So, Jeff Hunt, I have issue with that. And you know that. You know that. <laughs> The cult worthy pop- to push your buttons, John. Yes, he does. Yes, that's that's Jay. That's Jay Hunt for you. The cult worthy podcast says, ah, for my thoughts, let's just say as a young boy in the 80s, there was a lot of rewinding of Adrian Barbeau's scenes going on. Which I'm wondering, uh, like uh, as a kid in the 80s, did he see that version though? Because I mean, oh yeah, maybe maybe he was one of the ones that got lucky and was able to find the the European, European cut. cut. Yeah, that was <laughs> maybe supposed to be there. You know, maybe you us about right because that's the one we saw that had all that. Those full, yeah. those full shots were the European cut. Benita S uh, says, no, "No offense, but I mean Adrian Barbeau, attractively, mm-hmm. very attractive." Oh no, absolutely. If I saw that as scout, I, I probably would have uh, rewound a little too often myself. So I'm not gonna lie about that. Mm-hmm. Not gonna. Josh's favorite striker pose. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different thing. We don't thing, talk Chris. about that movie, Chris. We don't talk about that here. Benita S says, "Let me ease by you, Eve. Eve by you parody. Drain the swamp." I don't know what that actually means. I'm not going to lie. Not positive what that's referring. Can you reread to, that so. again? Re-read let that me again? let me ease by you, Eve by you parody. Drain the swamp with a question mark. No, I recognize there was Drain I mean, the Swamp. And I ease recognize by Ease Bayou was also a movie title. Yeah, I remember that. And a book title. I don't know, Drain the Swamp from the whole MAGA oh, hats oh. out there. I don't know. And then Sorry, Big... Twitter user, that one just flies over my yeah. head. Yeah. Big Nick from Gag on This Pod says, I used to watch the show too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing. I did not watch the show, so that is something that maybe I need to uh, check out. I don't know. Well, and I know on HBO Max, um, since you have access to it, they have the new Swamp Thing oh, yeah, show the, there that had that um, lasted for season. 
but it was good. Was it Derek Mears? Yeah, Derek Mears, yeah. Something? yeah. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't want to check it out. I just never did. My buddy Dre from the Tattoo Squid podcast says, when they when I posted this, he wasn't sure. He's like, are they making a new Swamp thing, or are you just talking about the first one? And he's like, that one was awesome. The whole Swamp scenery and the transformation of the villain into, as he put, a wolf monster. Although I still say I think it's a possum beast. I <laughs> yeah, think that's, that's supposed to be what that was is. like a wolf monster kind of deal. I can see what you're saying, but you made I wrote, a lot more I wrote sense some, there, Josh. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, shit. Okay, now I can kind of see it. Yeah, I, I had written wolf monster in my notes at first, but the more I thought about it, I think it goes back to that possum. And then he says, right. uh, he says the second, the second part two suck donkey, but Heather Locklear is fucking fans, fucking fucktastic. And I, that's why I wanted to brought, talk about Ugh. it. That's why I want to make sure we brought it up. Yeah, I, uh, I responded to him saying, I think we have different thoughts on the sequel. And we'll talk <laughs> about it. I think the sequel is a lot of fun. Oh, password. What do you mean password? <laughs> we don't have a password. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And oh, my other favorite one. Whoa, look at these babes. <laughs> Neff, I love this turtle hander, at Neff Goldblum, just says, mm-hmm. fuck yes, with the hand, praying hands up. <laughs> Alec Lawless, who's one of the co-hosts of the uh, Will of Horror podcast, he's like, I'm named after Swamp Thing. My dad was a big nice. fan of the comics as a kid and liked the name Alec after reading Dr. Alec Holland's name. I'm not a doctor though. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's, that's okay. Awesome. Still okay. pretty you cool. You can play doctor with your. It's pretty awesome. Friends. Now, if he now if he happens to have a daughter or something like that, then he should name her Alice Cable. There we go. Oh, there you go. That would be kind of cool. My buddy Pete over at Middle Class Film Class, who at the time of hearing this, you just heard him last week talking about Whiplash, says I've never seen Swamp Thing, and classic monster movies are one of my biggest blind spots. But he or she is in my imagination whenever I hear the monster mash and visualize a bunch of monsters dancing. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Film Effect Podcast. Same for me, too. Same for me. <laughs> yeah, you vision Swamp Thing dancing when you hear the monster mash? I can see it, especially when he does the warring out. And, and, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a pose. He, he pose. It's like his Michael Jackson pose, except he's just warring out to the side good my buddy ed from the film effect podcast says swamp things harmless dumb fun that spawned into a canadian animated series such as robocop and the toxic crusaders did and a usa live and a usa live action series that lasted a lot longer than it should have i grew up watching the return of swamp thing a bunch on cinemax i need to revisit that one there you go yep let's see at least you were the animated series because me and Chad, we used to actually have a VHS of mm-hmm. the first episode that they had released. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I think it was only one episode. We used to have the toys too. Oh, okay. I think I don't think I don't remember if I had Swamp Thing toys or not. Not they sure. Were cool little figurines yeah. at that time. Yeah. Okay. It was really neat. Kevin from the podcast that wouldn't die responded to Ed of Film Effect saying, "It's got Adrian Barbeau and Louis Jordan, Louis Jordan, and it's directed Jordan. by Wes Craven." You can't go wrong. I don't know. It went a little wide. It's not Wes Craven. <laughs> even, the greats, even the greats have their moments. <laughs> and then and then Doug from the Good, the Bad, and the Sequel podcast just says, agreed. Love this one. And then Jen S. says, I watched it as a kid. Creature features aren't my favorite horror genre, but you got to respect the OGs. 
Barbeau, Jordan, and Wes Craven? Respect. Plus, my husband doesn't shut up about Adrian Barbeau if her name comes up, so there's that. <laughs> I think what Doug's talk. Doug went on talking about you and your friends are talking about or talking. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to figure out what this is trying to mean. Sorry. You and your you and friends are talking. So it Greece too. And someone says, you know, I really love that Adrian. And he busts through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, Adrian Barbo is truly a legend of horror. <laughs> we, <laughs> there's some lost in translation there. I'm getting okay. that. I don't I feel under- like suddenly I was imagining Swamp Thing mixed in <laughs> two or like the first right. three. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So is my buddy Michelle Pfeiffer shows up in this one and she wants a cool, cool, cool swamp thing. I, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Scott from the Shoot the Flick podcast says, I watched this for the first time over the pandemic, and boy, it was a drudge to get through. Those uh. there, <laughs> those there is the makings of future films to come from Wes Craven. And then Kelly Madden, who's from the Drunk Theory podcast, said, I love Swamp Thing as a kid. It's been a while since I've seen it. Definitely time for a rewatch. I did get to meet Adrian Barbeau once. So sweet. Honestly, one of the nicest yes. celebrities I've ever met. Can't agree more with that. That is very true. We met her. We talked about it. Yes, she was definitely one of the sweetest celebrities out there. Oh, yeah. So that that wraps up what the listeners have to say. Now it's time to see what we're going to rate this thing. I think I'm going to hold off and let Chad go first. I'll give it two and a half stars. I like the concept, but, you know, there were issues with the story, the design, the fact that the film just kind of felt cheap overall that just it just kind of hindered me from really getting into it plus i just i like the the sequel better than this one so yeah that's my thoughts my brief thoughts anyway all right chris go ahead let's see where you're at with it because i'm curious because oh, as i yeah. mentioned to you i saw your original letterbox rating of four stars yeah, I was like you know what i was going back on it had been years and i just thought oh this is you know way more better but then i'm just like no it really isn't so i told you i was really stuck honestly between two and a half and three i'm still not even quite sure what i'm giving it in terms of that because i think on letterbox right now i have two and a half but i'm also thinking of three because i mean yeah it's cheesy and it is entertaining to and that uh you know it's it's bad it's good kind of way but man, there was also so many other issues with it that I was just kind of at times frustrated. Probably the best way to put it. So yeah, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm going right now. Probably say two and a half. I'll probably push it up to a three eventually. But I'm just going to say two and a half for now. I'm right there, actually, Chris. I was I was right there with you. I was debating. I ended up going on the side of three out of five with this one, but I could easily push it back to two and a half, and I think that'd be fair too. I do. I like Swamp Thing doesn't look great, but like you said, the concept is still cool. Yeah. Even though the the possum slash wolf monster at the end doesn't look good, <laughs> it still well, tried I mean, to do something. Just a lot of repetitive yeah. action. It's, mm-hmm. just, it, it's nothing surprising or unique because it's like I was saying, it was like that hunt capture release hunt mm-hmm. capture release a few times and you know how much can you do of that and then it right. was just a lot of 
throwing people off of boats yep. and jumping <laughs> off of boats. Well, you know, a lot in between that it was just like, uh, it got boring. Yeah. It got boring right there. So, and then character wise, like, again, we were not really established, like, well, who is, mm-hmm. who is a uh, uh, arcane? Excuse me. I was like thinking of Holland, but you know, who is arcane and what's his deal with Holland? Why does he, I don't know. I, how did he even get in there to be like, oh, by the way, I've been playing you guys the whole time, you meddling kids. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. There's just a lot more issues with it than anything. Yeah. Uh, honestly, when I picked it, it was it was a different movie than what I thought, because I think in my mind I was expecting Return of Swamp Thing, and this is something Same. different than that. So. Yeah. But with that being said, it is time to reveal choices for the next poll. Since I won this poll, I will go first. That way, if you guys want to use the same movies, you can. Okay. Just like I did this one. This is the 40th anniversary. I just like to look at anniversaries. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm not going back as far. I'm going back 15 years to 2007. So for those thinking March 2007, you might be thinking Zack Snyder's 300. I'm not going there. Going back, a movie I actually watched in the theater the same day as I watched the movie I'm picking, Zodiac. I love David Fincher's Zodiac. But I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm going to a movie starring Justin Timberlake, Christina Ricci. Oh, my God. (laughs) What am I going? Where where am I going, Chris? You got it? Black Snake Moan. Fucking Black Snake Moan, directed by Craig Brewer, starring in what? If you take out all of Tarantino, which I think is Sam Jackson's best work, this is my favorite Samuel L. Jackson role, Black Snake Moan. Is it really your favorite one? Outside of a Tarantino for Sam Jackson, yeah. Okay. Tarantino is a whole other thing with, say, you know, with him yeah. being in there. So. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, that makes sense. So which one? Mm, Chad, you want to go next? Interesting. That is so interesting. I can want to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. So Swamp Thing kind of gave me inspiration for you know, cheesy mice, oh. cheesy flicks. Uh, okay. So I decided, and it's a movie I've actually never seen before. Oh, uh, at least I don't recall seeing it. And it's Conan the Barbarian. Oh, oh Arnold Schwarzenegger! Oh, oh wow! I've never yeah, seen wow. it either, Chad. I've never seen this, so that'd be that'd be fun if it wins. Oh man, that's a good one. I well, Chris, I'm wondering, are you going to leave Priscilla or are you going to change it up? I am no, curious uh, about no, this. this. Was be a little bit but because I know we'll, somehow we'll get there to Priscilla. But I think because I was debating on two movies for this one, but I think I'm going to go with um, I think I'm going to go with a comedy on this one. So I think I'm going to go with My Cousin Vinny. Oh, there we go. That's a good oh, one. Okay. All right. So there are your options Black Snake Moon. Conan the Barbarian or my cousin Vinny. So either way, I think it's sure to be a fun chat next month when we get to one, oh whichever God. one wins. So different movies. So three very different movies. Exactly. That's what I love about it. We're always bringing <laughs> different stuff. That's what, that's what makes it great. That is what makes it great. So at the time you're listening to this, I will probably already have that poll up for about a day. I normally put the poll up one day before I release the episode. So if you are not, make sure you are following us on Twitter at YNF MoviePod. I will have it as my, at least my pinned tweet for a little bit to make sure you guys can see the poll and vote on the poll and decide what we're going to watch next month for March. 
We're having a lot of fun. I love getting all the comments and reading them, all the interaction going on. It's it's been a lot of fun. I think Chris is definitely starting to get into it. I see him interacting some, so that's good. I Chad, Chad, got to try to get you in there a little more. Uh, yeah, come just, on, Chad. I'm come not on, a social Chad. media person. I'm just not a social person at all. Well, you got you got to just get on that get on that Tweety box as you call it. The Tweety box. To get a hold of them, just hashtag hot Chad. Hot Chad. <laughs> if you hashtag hot Chad, he'll respond. There we go. All right. So Chad, yeah. so that they can follow and interact with you, go ahead and give them that. Give them where they can find you everywhere, not just Tweety Box. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Green Screen Grin and Letterboxd. Letterboxd also. Chris, let's see if you have it tonight. Do you know where you're at on one versus the other versus Letterboxd? Every uh, week, probably, I don't thing. know. It's one I, or the other. I don't think I do yet. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. I know on Instagram, you can find me at Topher of Oz. And then on Twitter, you can find me at CBC Monkey. And then I'm guessing Letterboxd to CBC Monkey, Josh. Pretty positive that is right. <laughs> but yeah, I but think I I'm pretty sure. You can find me through Josh's and Chad's followers, thing, you know, friends, whatever. However it works on Letterbox there. Yep. And as always, you can follow the show at YNF Movie Pod on Twitter and Instagram. The easiest thing to do is to just go linktr.ee slash YNF Movie Pod. And that'll have Twitter, Instagram, podcast platforms, YouTube channel, my letterbox as well. And yes, you guys both rated this movie two and a half. I wanted to check real quick to see, just so I can make sure. Like, <laughs> right. You're right. You both rated it two and a half. Uh, as for next week, actually, I think next week will be Chad and Chris will be back taking over hosting duties and we'll be having independent film director Rob Siano. I haven't actually talked to him to know how you say his last name. Chad, do you think we'll that sounds about right? We <laughs> should have Rob Ciano on the podcast to talk about Hook and his new movie, Shimmer. So that should be a fun interview that Chad and Chris will be doing because their interview with the Alan Dunford and Will Raffer with Pocus Hocus guys was great. So this should that be was another a fun great conversation. That really was a fun yeah. conversation, yeah. Even though I didn't participate much because I was feeling sick that day, but <laughs> it, was, it was still fun to sit Chad in and listen. But until then, you guys take care and we will talk to you next time. <laughs>